Welcome to the Empowered by Design podcast and this very special episode with a guest speaker called Starting Somewhere, Basic Steps to Improve Your Physical Health. I am Dr. Liz, your host, and I'm so excited to bring this episode to you. I am joined today on this episode by special guest Kristen Wise, certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, and wellness entrepreneur. Kristen and I met last fall when we signed up for the Unstuck Entrepreneur Coaching Program for Wellness Entrepreneurs. Throughout my time in that program, I have met a ton of amazing women with a passion for empowering others by sharing knowledge, experience in all aspects of health and wellness. And Kristen Wise is one of those women. During the first season of my new group coaching program, Healthy by Design, we offered a bonus group coaching call and invited Kristen Wise to be a guest speaker for the women in the program to share her expertise in physical fitness and nutrition. I find Kristen to be warm, caring, inspiring, and real, and I wanted to share her with my participants in the Healthy by Design program. During the call, we were so inspired by Kristen's message, her authenticity, and her passion for empowering others that we decided to share her with you as well. So in today's episode of the Empowered by Design podcast, you will be listening in on a portion of the bonus call from the Healthy by Design group coaching program. To learn more about the Healthy by Design program, which will be coming again in the fall for season two, Visit drliz.com slash healthy and get on the waiting list so that you are the first to hear when registration begins for the fall season. Stay tuned for this episode and my special guest, Kristen Wise. Welcome to the podcast, Empowered by Design. I'm your host, Dr. Liz, a licensed psychologist and owner of Visionistas by Design Wellness Boutique in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. This podcast is about the power of connection and a proactive approach to mental health and overall wellness. It's about finding and owning your power right now and using it for good by nurturing the connection of body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit. Empowered by Design podcast delivers psychological concepts and practical strategies with a real-life approach. Designed to empower health and wellness, optimal performance, authentic connection with yourself and others, and purposeful, joyful living. Be well. Live empowered. Dream Design Deliver. So welcome everyone to the Healthy by Design bonus call. I'm so, so excited to have all of you here tonight and to introduce you to my new friend over the past few months, um, Kristen Wise. I'm going to talk a little bit about Kristen, introduce her with her bio, and then we're going to tell you how we met and talk about um, some of our shared passion and vision for for health and wellness. So this is Kristen Wise. Kristen has loved exercise and has been an athlete all of her life. She was a gymnast 
and competed at a national level until injuries and scoliosis changed her path in high school. Kristen switched to diving and was able to get a scholarship to compete in college. She graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Athletic Training from BYU. Kristen is a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach. She has been training and teaching for over 20 years. Kristen has a passion for helping and empowering women to take charge of their health and accomplish things they never thought they could. As a mother of five and having struggled with body image issues, Kristen knows the challenges of being a busy woman with the demands of today's society. She started Wise Total Fitness to reach more women and help them to feel strong and confident in their own skin. Besides Kristen's love of exercise and nutrition, she enjoys spending time with her husband and five children, challenging herself on her mountain bike, walking their golden doodle, Winston, and doing tricks on the trampoline with her kids, reliving her glory days. <laughs> Welcome, Kristen. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. You're here to talk to us about your journey and your passion. I love that one of my favorite parts of your bio is where you say that you help women accomplish things they never thought they could. That is so awesome. So yeah, I'm going to start out with just inviting you to talk a little bit about yourself. We we have the bio, but um, just tell us a little bit about you and what brings you to this point in your health and wellness journey and helping others? Yeah. So like you heard, I've been an athlete all my life. And so it's always been a big part of me. And when I had my first child, my husband was in medical school and I worked in my field of athletic training, but then after having a child and we didn't live by family, like I needed to be more flexible in my schedule And so that's how I got certified in personal training and have loved that and have done that since I had my first baby over 20 years ago and was able to do that with my husband's schedule and trying to be flexible. So through medical school and residency and all of that, and now we live in the Bay Area and we have amazing weather. So when we moved here, I started classes in my backyard which I love because I can walk out my door and be at work. And I first started by just doing classes with a group of women that were interested and people brought their kids and their babies. And so I was part trainer, part babysitter, and I would make up workouts for them. And we did this all summer. And at that point, it was just all a voluntary. And I thought, I need to be getting paid for this. This is a lot of my time. Plus, I'm babysitting here. So So I made that more of a business and just over the years collected more and more equipment and just word of mouth and was able to just keep my business going and have a lot of ladies that have been with me for a long time. And like was said in my bio, it's really fun to see people do things I couldn't do. I love it. People get so excited about gaining strength and fitness and, you know, never thinking they could do certain things. And when you think about, I was thinking about all the things that come with health and fitness, right? You may think of getting stronger or losing fat or getting your heart health, um, all these different things that you think about that, or you know are benefits of exercise, but something else that comes to play is building self-confidence. 
and empowering yourself. And I think that's what a lot of women find when they gain strength and fitness is that they also gain confidence in themselves and, and feel that power. And I love that. That part of it is really fun. What else, Liz? (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that. I love, love, love that so much because I think who doesn't need more confidence, (laughs) right? Right. Um, And, but it's also, it's so neat how you connect it to building strength in other areas also builds that muscle of self-confidence. I never even thought of it as a muscle before, right? But if we think of it Mm -hmm. like that in that same way of how we, we know, you know, when we are intentional about um, building strength in our bodies, in our spirit, in our minds, and in our hearts, we do feel that the impact of that effort in other places. And, And I think confidence is something that we talk about a lot here in healthy by design. And, and I think in my work for sure, um, Mm -hmm. in general, even, you know, beyond healthy by design is something so, so powerful and so meaningful. And I love to hear that aspect. Yeah. So that's a fun, that's a fun side effect. Yeah. A good, (laughs) a positive side effect. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. exactly. I guess I wonder too, as I'm just thinking of that, like, how your the, the the people the women that you work with how they articulate that to you or if they're able to say that they feel more confident and or if it's something that you're able to see in them what is that like yeah i think it's been both i think it's it shows like i can see that in them but they also verbalize that to me as well and just feeling like I'm so happy and I feel so great in my own skin, which is such a hard thing to come by. I mean, it took me year. I mean, I'm in my forties now. It took me well into my thirties to feel comfortable in my own skin. And that's a whole other, that's a whole other topic, <laughs> but, but yeah. So verbally saying, I feel strong. I feel healthy. I feel confident. And I've had them tell me that. And that's how I feel too. And so I know that feeling and, and I love that. Yeah. I think too, when you say, you know, about how, as we move through different stages of our lives and different ages, our confidence level can change with, you know, just recognizing with when life changes happen, we have changes in how we feel about ourselves, our identity. And it makes me think of how the women that you work with, you know, I, I'm curious of their ages, but also then thinking of how do we broaden that concept across the lifespan to be meaningful at all different stages of life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The range I work with is um, typically 30s to 50s plus. And that is a great question because I have three daughters And I'm constantly trying to give them tips and helps along the way to build the confidence now. So they don't have to wait until they're almost 40 to feel that way. And that's a really hard thing. Like that's, I mean, you can say, I don't know, you can say and things, a lot of positive things and be good influence, which is people need that. That's amazing. But I think until someone decides and puts their work in themselves, 
with that, you know, that inner work and that mental, I mean, you're a psychologist, you know, this stuff, (laughs) like it, it takes a lot of work, but I agree that needs to happen before, you know, you're living half your life. Yeah. Not feeling great. Right. And so I think for sure, that is one of the pieces of that we've talked, you and I have talked about before that, that overlaps in our work together, right? So recognizing the intentionality of what we do and, how, and what we help other people do in the spirit of overall health and wellness is to take a proactive approach and to really look at health from all different angles. Your specialty is the is the physical piece and the nutritional piece, which, which we're going to get into in more detail. And you also recognize how important it is to incorporate the other aspects as well, right? So emotions and identity and our beliefs about ourselves, our, our confidence. Um, one of the things that we talk about a lot in the Healthy by Design program is how we attend to our experience overall, mind, body, heart, soul, and spirit. And Mm -hmm. one of the things I love to ask people who are in our line of work is when you think about those cons, those aspects of balanced health, where does your mind go as far as where do you go to, how do you, how do you personally incorporate them into your life or, or professionally, how do you conceptualize that? Mm. I don't know if I'm going to answer this correctly, but, um, to me, all those kind of kind of have like a spiritual aspect. And so I'm a very, I am very spiritual. And so I think that goes along with like values. And so me as a person, like exhibiting what I believe in and, and those values, I think that helps draw a top type of person to me. Hmm. Um, and hopefully I can be like that example to them and um, exhibit some of that. Cause I do believe that like it's everything right? Like you saying, oh, the, I am doing the physical part and the nutrition, but you got to have the right mind and heart and soul and spirit, everything. Like, I think it encompasses like everything of who you are. Sorry. I don't know if I'm even answering no, your question correctly. And I know that's, I, maybe I should have said that first. There's no right or wrong answer. That's why I love the question so much because I love to just hear how people incorporate it, right? Because Mm -hmm. I think personally, I recognize over the course of my life, having grown at different rates in different areas, right? And and sometimes um, things dip and other things have to take over, right? So when we're feeling certain things that aren't so great physically, uh, we have to rely on something else to help us to feel better, to get through our day, to feel like we're being successful in life, business, love relationships. And so recognizing that it's hard to, that it's hard to balance that those all, Mm -hmm. and that maybe sometimes the goal isn't necessarily being balanced at one specific point in time to recognize that you can kind of shift in what you rely on and how you allocate Mm -hmm. your time and energy across those different things. Right. So I think you mentioned spiritual first was that, that thing that, that popped out at you and you talked about personal values. So when perhaps something is hard physically or emotionally, we then can rely on 
our values, our faith, our spiritual energy, um, and, and vice versa. So doing that, Mm -hmm. being able to have strength in all of those areas to sometimes have to pull from different, from different stores of energy. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And with physical stuff, you, when you were speaking, it just reminded me of the different phases of life Mm -hmm. and, um, different things that we go through. And when I'm training my ladies and everyone's gone through different things in their life. Right. But it's nice to have this other outlet, even when you're going through something hard. I have a couple ladies right now going through divorces, mm-hmm. um, but they have this, they need this workout. Like to them, this is kind of their, their lifeline. This is like an outlet that they need for stress relief. And so I feel like in different asking, you know, areas of our life and different times, seasons, this is something that can be helpful and beneficial. I mean, not just for your strength, not just to get that workout in, but to have some sort of other outlet or stress relief, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And so the physical piece too is, is an aspect of it, but there's also the connection, right? Because when you're going through mm-hmm. a divorce, whew, you're, you're disconnecting from something, whether it's mm-hmm. a, you know, no matter the judgment of this is a good change or a bad change or a wanted change or expected, right? Like even before that comes in, the bottom line is it's a disconnect. It's a, it's a loss. It's a change of something mm-hmm. that was for a period of time. And so mm-hmm. having an outlet that also provides healthy connection mm-hmm. across those aspects of, of wellness. So physical, yeah. relational, spiritual, even, um, and there's an ability to have tangible results, right. Mm-hmm. That you can, that you can see and feel in your body yeah. and, and um, you're looking in the mirror and you're noticing things or you're putting on your clothes and you're noticing things that mm-hmm. then keep, is, is reinforcing to keep up the good work, to keep yeah. the attention on, on yeah. the goal. Yes, exactly. Yep. Thinking about how it applies to your daughters, right? So you said you have three mm-hmm. daughters. What are their ages? 13, 16, and 20. Okay. Very impressionable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 13. That's, I mean, I think probably starting younger, right. Is when they start really looking at themselves and comparing themselves to others. And it's rough. (laughs) It is rough for girls out there. It is rough. Yes, it is rough for, it is rough for girls out there. And I think too, we see at those, at those different stages, the different influences, right? So peers, friends, people at school, even social media and what they're seeing on, on shows and TikTok and all of the things, um, are the messages mm-hmm. they're, they're getting. Um, yes. Even though they have their mom at home who loves them and tells them amazing things. <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> it's TikTok. <I'm> yeah. <laughs> Someday they'll appreciate it. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. And I, I love that too, that, that because I think it definitely goes with instilling things even if in the moment it doesn't feel like they're hearing it or grasping onto it, holding onto it, I truly believe that 
it touches them, even if they're, if, if they're not conscious of it, it touches them in their soul to know that they're loved and they're valued and they're watching you on your yeah. own journey of confidence and attending to your health, not just physically, mm-hmm. but all over. And so that there's that sometimes we'd focus on certain aspects way too much, right? So there can be an over-focus on any, any one of those aspects that we, that I mentioned of, of balanced health and that can get us stuck or in, in a spot where we feel like, Ooh, I need to get out of this and I don't know how. And so, yeah, yeah. there's that worry of, you know, am I ruining my children? (laughs) What are they taking from this? And you hope that you have set a good enough example that it will land someday, you know, (laughs) and talking about it with them right? You mm-hmm. definitely, Oh yeah. Having open dialogue that right. allows them to ask questions too, is something. Super mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So definitely. So we have some comments in the chat. So Hannah recently graduated college. Congratulations. And <laughs> thinks of self-confidence. Yes. Is like a muscle. It flexes and not is not always stable. I love that. Yeah. Mm, yes. I agree. And right. Sometimes, some days it's strong. <laughs> some days it's not there. It's non-existent. And you just have to, I mean, like anything else, a practice, right. To keep working at that. Yeah. And I, I also think too, when we think of it as a muscle, we can recognize how, yes, we can do um, specific exercises to increase our confidence right? We can, we can think of that. And just like other muscles in our body also recognize how you, how you talked about Kristen, that it gets stronger even by the unintentional health and wellness exercises that we do around the balance of health and wellness. So Mm -hmm. when we attend to strengthening ourselves spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, we're also strengthening that muscle of, of how we see ourselves are at our core and our identity and, and helping our confidence. Mm-hmm. I love that. You put it so nicely, Liz. <laughs> it's um, perfect. <laughs> and then Samantha says being in my thirties, it's definitely harder to keep up on working out. But when I get into that gym, I feel so much better. It's amazing how much confidence you feel after working out. I know it's like a boost, right? <laughs> I love it. So endorphins. I mean, it's a real thing. Yeah. It feels good. And I think the the key there is, is consistency. It is hard to find a balance in your life. You can stay consistent with that, but good job getting in there, Samantha. <laughs> How do you help people with the consistency piece? So... They just love coming back to me, Liz. I don't know. <laughs> they come. It's just you. They, they just come. love coming back. <laughs> It's not me, probably. It's probably everybody else that's there. They love that. But when you are held accountable, that helps. When you're paying somebody and you have an appointment at 8.30, that helps. And I think it is the, I think part of it is too, is, is the vibe and the experience that you give them. One of my tips I was going to give at the end um, for consistency was to set times to exercise, but be like flexible in that. 
And what I mean is if you say I'm going to work out three times a week, like my goal is to exercise three times a week, that's better. And you can fit those in where you can fit those in as opposed to I'm getting up at 6am every day. I'm working out six days a week at 6am. You know, maybe you do that for one or two days and then you're like, forget it. I can't do that. And then you're off. So give yourself a little flexibility, but also stick to that. What you say you're going to do. I have three days a week. I'm going to fit those in somewhere within my week and I'm, I'm going to do it. So, I mean, it's consistency is key. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to go into the tips? Yeah. I just had a couple relating to fitness and also to nutrition. My first one, I mean, it sounds like a no brainer, but the first one is to just start Hmm. because you cannot wait for the perfect day or the perfect time. Oh, and life is less busy. Like when is that ever going to be? You just have to start. You can't wait for your motivation to be high because sometimes that won't come either. So when you start and you start seeing some benefits, that's when your motivation will increase. And that's what I've seen too. Some people just have to start. And then that motivation comes a little bit later on. Also buy a new workout outfit. That might help. It's not a bad idea. Another one was to find activities you enjoy. You may know things you enjoy, but that also may require you to try new things, right? So you don't know, you think, oh, I would hate to lift weights. But do you know that for sure? Have you done that? So try new things until you find something that you like that you can do consistently. Because if you hate what you're doing, you're not going to stick with it. Um, Get a workout buddy. If you have a partner or a friend, a group that that makes things more fun, right? And they, you guys can hold each other accountable. And I always say, if you don't know where to start, like if you, if there's, if nothing else, walk, walk seven to 10,000 steps a day. That's just a good place to start. If you don't, if you can't do anything else at the moment. And I already talked about setting that time, but be flexible. Some nutrition tips. So can we, yeah, let's pause and and talk a little bit more about these tips before we move. Mm -hmm. Sure. I I can, even in my own mind, I I have more questions I want to ask about these (laughs) or just talk about them. One of our participants says, I have joined gyms and sort of CrossFit training and have never felt what you've described. So I'm thinking back to the Mm that euphoria, what you talked about, or you you used a different word. You didn't use euphoria, the endorphins, you said, Mm -hmm. uh, that make you feel so good. Ah, well, that makes me sad. So maybe the wrong type of program for you. And I mean, cause you were, I mean, if you're doing that for a year and a half, you should have felt some benefits or seen some benefits. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you weren't, then that was definitely not the right type of exercise for you and your body. So I think we'd have to find something different for you because that wasn't working. Yeah. I think of CrossFit as pretty intense. Yeah. It's a lot of work. And sometimes you can get lost in the, in the gyms, the big gyms like that. I don't know how well they paid attention to you or your form and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, That could have had something to do with it too. I love CrossFit gyms. And I mean, I CrossFit, I used to, that's sort of how I, I teach, I've changed throughout the years to modify for as we get older, but some of the gyms, yeah, some of the gyms are good and some are not. And so 
I feel bad. I mean, I sounds like you like the community. Um, sounds like you needed a little something else. So something, something different training or someone to pay attention to your form or generally that's a pretty good, it would be a pretty good workout, but Hey, it didn't work for you. There's something else for you. And then we have another participant who says, I've done so many workouts in the past, weight training, cardio, dance, total body. I feel like I get bored of the workouts quickly to where I don't stay consistent. I get bored of doing the same thing. Mm. So part of it is like, what's your goal? Like, are you just wanting to work out to work out and to be fit? Do you want to get stronger? Do you want to gain muscle? Do you want to lose fat? So there's all these different things, but getting bored. Hmm. You've tried a lot of things, nothing. Have you tried CrossFit? <laughs> Maybe you can switch. <laughs> CrossFit's fun. So it's a combination of all of it. Um, you get the cardio, you get the strength, um, intensity, total body, but yeah, it depends on your goals. I really have a strong belief that all women need muscle and they need to do strength training and you won't, I mean, it depends on your body. Like you're not going to get bulky where you're hating it, but past your thirties, you start losing muscle. And that's where people say your metabolism slows down. And it's because when you have more muscle, you burn more calories at rest. And so it's not really your age that's causing your metabolism is so down it's your loss of muscle so I'm a big proponent of gaining strength and muscle um, and you can do it in a way that makes you stronger but it's not gonna you're not gonna be a bodybuilder right like that's not your goal you don't want to do that but to have muscle is really important and you will burn more fat if you have more muscle if you lose fat you don't have any muscle, you're still not going to look toned, right? So you need to lose muscle. You need to gain muscle. You need to have muscle if you want that to show and look toned. So, so I know it's kind of a double-edged sword that you're like, wait, no, I want to lose it. I love that, that because when you said, um, if nothing else walk, right? Like you said, if, if start, you, you must start somewhere. And I think that's sometimes when we think of goals and even physical fitness, it seems so like our goal is so uh, elusive or not concrete or it's not specific, mm -hmm. or it's just like, I, I want to lose the number on the scale. And I love how you reframe it and say, what is the goal? Is it building muscle? And, and is it, you know, this or that, that then we can say, okay, well, where do we start if that's now I love that goal. I want to start that goal. I, I need more muscle. We want to feel toned and stronger. Right. Yeah. So exactly. Walking would be a starter, right? Okay, like you so have that not, you don't move. Okay. You have not exercised. What can I do? I'm going to start moving my body and walk, but yes, to build muscle, you need to do resistance training. Um, a lot of ways to do it. I mean, dumbbells, barbells, bands, balls, kettlebells, but you need a program, right? So you need to find somewhere, someone, I mean, something I started this more of this year because everyone was home is doing more home workouts. So I do a lot of workouts and programs with bands and, and dumbbells because lots of people can have those in their homes. So 
it's hard to say like, what do you do? What do you start? But you need, you need a program. Like, and you need, we need to go and watch your videos. <laughs> so this is a perfect spot to tell, videos. Us, <laughs> yes, to tell us because I, I did, did that during the pandemic is, um, I mean, it kicked my butt for sure, Kristen, <laughs> but I did. <laughs> and, um, so I guess, you know, there's that, there's that piece of, um, you can go and watch Kristen, tell us where we can find you. Um, I do have videos that you can follow along with me on, on YouTube at wise total fitness, W I S E mm-hmm. total, fitness. total. Yep. On Instagram. I also post a lot of workouts and my handle there is wise underscore total underscore fitness. Yeah. And a lot of the workouts I post there are body weight, um, sometimes dumbbells as well. And I do some strength stuff on there, but a lot of them are also, um, high intensity. And so what high intensity workouts do, they're short and sweet. Like you, if you're going all out, you cannot, you can't do that for very long. So the idea is that those are high, um, calorie burners. So those are workouts that will get you fit. They will get you stronger. Um, but those are also meant to keep the burn for hours after you do them. That's the point of high intensity. Um, so I do incorporate in my programming strength with the high intensity and it's a good combination. So that's where I am. (laughs) So some of it, the exercises or the, the videos that you have, um, you people, they're free. Some of them are free, right. That you can, people Mm -hmm. can go on and get a taste of what, what it's like, how to, how to do some of these exercises and incorporate them. Some of them have just using your own body weight. You don't need any extra equipment. And then others where you will, you incorporate some of the other things, dumbbells, bands, things like Mm -hmm. that. Yep. So that's great. And I think that's, that's, I, when you talked about, the importance of finding something that works. It's finding the physical exercise or activity that works and also knowing the connection to the person who's training you or teaching you is so important too. So we joked Mm -hmm. about it. I mean, really, we joked about it earlier in, in, in this, um, in this talk when, when I said, what, how do they, why are they so consistent? And and you said they keep, they keep coming back to me, but that's the truth, right? If you, if you find a, an instructor, a find a trainer, a person who you connect with, it's going to help you feel motivated. And yeah. so that's an important piece of it as well. And in, in nurturing the relational aspect of it as, you know, and I think when, when we hear different, um, stories and different narratives. It's like, well, what kept you going back? Well, it was about connection. And I I know for myself, one of the things I missed so much during pandemic was my Saturday morning fitness ladies. Um, you know, I would do every Saturday. It was kind of just, you went and even if you, you know, you just rolled out of bed and you would get there and you're just like, I don't really want to do this workout, but you did it anyway, because there was, there is accountability and there is motivation and there is a smile. And, a, I, you know, I see you, you're here, we're trying this together. And 
um, I missed that so much. And Mm -hmm. it was so nice to have the virtual people like you who put videos out. And even with, you know, the gym that I, that I went to, they started putting some videos out and it was nice for the body, but not so much my soul because I wasn't seeing (laughs) my, my, my people. And so that that's been nice to, as, as things have been progressing with safety over the, over the past few weeks to be able to go back and feel connected again in that way is really, is really nice. It's helpful for Mm -hmm. me for sure. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I know a lot of people feel the same for sure. Yeah. I need that connection. We're in California. We've, we're barely coming out of it. I mean, we are locked down forever. (laughs) It's been rough. Yeah. So yeah, get that. So I, I want to just kind of read a couple of these out loud. Um, and Hannah says she, she got rid of her scale helps so much to go by feelings and comfort versus the number. They can be such a hard label sometimes. And once you reach them, it might not be what you think. I love that too. Yeah. Um, we're and always- I have not used the scale for years. <laughs> I can't even tell you the last time. I refuse it at the doctor's office too. I'm like, why do you need a weigh-in? You don't need to. You can do that, by the way. There's a tip. Oh, I love that tip. You don't need to be, you don't have to step on the scale. <laughs> if that's an issue for you, <laughs> which it was for me for a long yeah. time. So That's really empowering mm-hmm. to even mm-hmm. be able to think about that. So good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I know it can be necessary in certain situations and it helps some people who are more numerically motivated, but feeling good and seeing the changes as they come helps so much looking back at pictures, seeing the changes across time yeah, and looking at old pictures can really be helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pictures are a great one. Exactly. Pictures are just clothes. How, how you feel. Yeah. It's all, I mean, some people can, my husband can weigh himself every day and it doesn't, you know, that doesn't affect him or his mood or anything, but it affects mine. When my husband steps yeah. on the scale, I get mad. <laughs> I, I roll my eyes. Why are you doing that again? Who cares? Yes. What's the point? Every day. It's going to change every day. It's normal. Yes. It fluctuates. <laughs> um, so I want to make sure we have some time to, for your nutrition tips. So let's move. Look at, we could okay. talk, talk for hours, but I want to. We could. <laughs> my pencil. Okay. Okay. N- nutrition, same thing with nutrition. Basic, basic, basic. Like I asked today in my Instagram stories, I said, how are you guys at the basics? So one basic thing is, are you getting water? Are you mm-hmm. drinking? One basic thing is, are you getting water? Are you mm-hmm. drinking water? at least like about eight cups a day. Um, and if you're active or if it's hot, you need a little more than that. And that's just something people forget. Like it's an easy thing, but we forget. So water, um, another basic vegetables. Can you add a vegetable to every meal? Every time you sit down to have a meal, can you add a vegetable to that? That's one way you're challenging us. I am. (laughs) Okay. Challenge Challenge accepted. (laughs) Yes. An easy way to do that in the morning. If you can't like eat real, if you feel like you can't eat real food in the morning, I put it in my protein shakes every day. I put spinach in there or zucchini. You can't really just yummy. makes it creamy and it doesn't have a strong taste. 
add a vegetable to, to your meals. Um, also a protein. Protein helps with building muscle, but also helps to fill you up. So add a protein. So when you, you talk about, that's a hard one for me. Like I, I, I cringe sometimes with the protein shakes because I, I feel like you're, I think of them as powder and I don't know if, if it's just more a mind over matter thing and I just have to bite the bullet and say, okay, try a protein shake, even though, <laughs> like I'm putting, it should, be, it should be good to you. It's like, um, you don't have to have a protein shake. No, That's but just I, another way no, to get your yeah, protein in. But I hear about them so much and it's just something that I don't, I don't do. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't need to force yourself to have it. Okay. I love them. I make them and they're delicious. You make um, them from what? Like you, you don't make them from powder? No, I use powder, but okay. just, you know, like I don't drink like a pre-made protein shake, which is an option too. Um, but those have like 160 calories. Those no fat, those like, those won't do anything for you. I mean, for me anyway, they don't fill me up Do you all. ever post on your stories or on, on social media? Do you ever post like your protein shake recipes? Mm-hmm. You do? Yeah. Okay. I, I haven't seen that. I'm going to, I'm going to look for that. Yeah. I, th- I do want to try it because I, I, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm missing out on something for some reason. So I'm going to try, I'm going to, that's a goal I'm going to do. I'm going to make <laughs> myself in the next week. I am going to make one of your protein shakes. Okay. That's my, goal. and maybe you need a better protein powder. Maybe you haven't found the right protein. Oh, no. powder. And I you. need, that's what I, do you put what brand you use on your recipes? Cause I, I don't have no clue. <laughs> Can you tell us yeah. what brand you use? And yeah, I use clean, simple eats. Have you guys heard of that? Yeah. They're all over Instagram. If you, you could do it, but they have a yummy, really yummy products and flavors. Um, and they also have a vegan one. If you can't do like whey, which is what their protein powders are but I think they're really good. I've used ideal lean in the past, which was good as well, which is a little cheaper and they have clean simple eats has delicious nut butters too. Mm, like flavored. Yeah. Like a coconut bliss and a midnight almond. They're really good. So the things I put in my protein shake, so you would need, I use almond milk. You can use whatever milk you want, whatever base you want. Um, your protein powder, I'd add a veggie. And if you can't do like a spinach or something, you could get the powdered greens and that could count as your veggie, a fat. And I always put in like a carbohydrate, like a fruit. So I do bananas or I do cherries or I do strawberries frozen because I like oh. mine like thick and what, ice. What kind of fat? So I'll use chia seeds or hemp seeds or a nut butter, like a tablespoon of some kind of nut butter. Okay. See, that's why they're so tasty. Hey, look you're at just me. not making them the look right way. Learning. I can't, I now I'm so excited to try this shake. That's yes. still out there in my, in my brain, <laughs> in the vision. I think those were my basics with nutrition. Okay. Cause there's so much you could do. I, it could be really overwhelming. So and so I start, yep. mm-hmm, I start with the basics, water, Make sure you have a protein and a veggie. Like, and I'm not saying don't take, I don't, I never tell my clients you need to remove this stuff from your diet. 
like that's not how we start. We start with adding stuff. So, and that works a lot better and getting those, getting in those good habits. I love that adding rather than taking away. Cause the, it, t- taking away just feels so depriving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the things that's so can be so limiting and block us as hurdles before we even start is that there's so many things out there. It's hard to know what's the best one. And so we're trying this, trying that, and we're not giving it a good enough shot or whatever. And so I love your approach to this health and wellness and and the nutrition as like, let's start adding some things. We know these are good for you. We know water is good for you. (laughs) We know that vegetables are good for you. And, um, Mm -hmm. and we know that protein is good for us and, and helps us fills us up and keeps us going. Right. So I think one that I learned recently was how important it can be to start your, like, well, I, I would, I say recently, but don't they tell us in kindergarten that breakfast is the most important meal of your day. (laughs) So I don't know when I forgot it, but we need to be reminded of these things, right? We need to be reminded of starting your day with, with what you're saying. So like protein and a fat and, a um, all the things that you mentioned, it, it not only fills you up, but it, it sustains you for a period of time so that you're, you know, you're, you're able to have the energy throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there is a lot of stuff out there. You're right. Yeah. Like yeah. it's hard to know what, what to trust. Right. And there's some shiny things out there, right. That look like, Oh, I could lose weight really quick with this diet or this, whatever. Um, and it's just not so like, you may, but it's not sustainable. Um, so really that's what I ask people. Are you doing these basic things? Because, um, we know them, we just forget them. And we think something else is going to be better when really, really it's being consistent with the basics. We didn't really get into how we met. So I'm just, (laughs) I said we were going to, but we really didn't. Um, so Kristen and I are coaches right? We're in the same coaching program. We both started um, as the first group of uh, wellness entrepreneurs called Unstuck Entrepreneur Coaching Program. And that was back in September, like almost, yeah, I would say like eight to 10 months ago. Um, And for me, I think that was so helpful in recognizing this change to, to my business and becoming more focused on wellness in a holistic way. So I would use that mentality and that approach in my practice as a psychologist doing therapy and group therapy and really have it through the program. So thankful for having joined the program, um, mm-hmm. the well Unstuck entrepreneur program to be able to tangibly come put into practice these other aspects of of work and doing coaching. So doing this healthy by design coaching program to really be able to help people, um, incorporate all of these aspects. And so I'm so thankful that you are here, right? I wouldn't have met you if I wasn't. So let's talk a little bit about your experience in the program, Unstuck Entrepreneur, being that it is how we, we came together and we are connected and forever grateful to Sean Miner, who is our coach. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Yeah. I actually started following her. (laughs) I was doing keto then I thought she has a keto for women. (laughs) Um, 
podcast and that's how I started following Sean Miner. But um, yes. And I always knew like for the last, I think I had talked to you about this is I felt like for the last few years, I wanted to do more with my business um, and get it online and be able to reach more people. Um, but I didn't know how. And then, you know, life is busy. I was like, why haven't I done this sooner? But I thought, well, God, I have five kids. So that's why I haven't done it sooner. And so now is the time in my life I could do that. And I came across her, her little, I did her free little seminar about this entrepreneur course. And I was like, oh, I'm doing it. And usually, usually I'm very indecisive. And I was like, I'm doing it. So um, I'm really grateful I did because it's really pushed me out of my comfort zone for sure. And I've had to learn a lot of new skills, um, technology, especially, which has never been my forte, but I'm learning a lot of things and, um, yeah, all this, all the ins and outs and I have a long ways to go, but, um, it's been fun learning and meeting a lot of cool people like Liz and that kind of have your same, uh, vision and mindset. And, um, it's been really fun. I'm grateful for all their, all their help though. I'm grateful that we were able to meet this way, Liz. Yeah, it's a great collection of women. So, and I think too, it really, for me, it solidifies that point or maybe illustrates the point of finding someone who you connect with on a, on different levels and really feel like you, they're, they're motivating and they can, you connect with them. And I think both of us could say, yes, Sean is that person for us um, because mm-hmm. we've, we've really enjoyed the program and also for that connection in the community that she provides. So I think that for me and for just putting it out into the context of what we've been talking to tonight for people who are listening, um, if you've been trying programs and you're struggling or frustrated with, I haven't found the right one. Sometimes it is about being able to go on to these two different social media, um, seeing people on social media or on YouTube and finding someone that you connect with on a personal relational level that's doing what you want, what you need, right. Do, and, mm-hmm. and being able to share, share with someone. So the way that I found Sean was one of my bestest friends in all the world from when we were, we grew up in elementary school together, sent me the podcast and said, I think this would be really great for you. And she could, because she knows me and she knows my personality and she knew we had a, a vibe connection. And so when we think about how we can help people, in our own lives. It's when I hear something and I think of someone else who would love this message, share it with them, right? So if you're hearing this, you're listening to this podcast episode and you're thinking so-and-so needs to hear this, or this would really benefit my friend or my family member, send it because that is a priceless gift. I'm, I'm forever indebted to my friend Meredith, who sent me the podcast of Sean and, and has helped so much. And so that, that was my goal. And here we're talking about this health and wellness and fitness and nutrition and recognizing in a similar way, you may be able to help not only yourself, but someone else open a door to a brand new perspective on life that helps them feel better, feel better overall and healthier. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's amazing. It's a snowball effect, right? Like it is, it is amazing. All those connections you can make and then <laughs> It just keeps going. It's really great. So 
Every, um, every guest podcast episode ends with a little fun, little game called this or that. So I did tell you about it. I didn't tell you the questions, but, um, if anybody had, I have two that I, that I want to ask, but if any, or two ideas. So if anybody has one for Kristen, just put it in the chat and I'll ask it, but I'll start Mm -hmm. with, um, so basically this or that is really we're inviting you to pick one or the other your favorite what's the first thing that pops into your mind but we'll talk about it too so um I just told you it's very indecisive yes, I know I know so if you're in the gray you can you can be in the gray but we if you pick one we'd love for you to pick one so my first my first this or that is hiking or swimming swimming yeah definitely swimming definitely I like them both swimming. I like them both, but I love, love, love the water. And are you, you said you're near the water, right? Where you live? Yeah. Okay. We are near the water. We're in Northern California. Yeah. Right. Yep. It's cold though. It's cold though here. I prefer a lake, but I like an ocean too. Okay. <laughs> and it, it's something that moves your body. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next question. Manny or Petty? Definitely a Petty. Hey, these are good. I'm like being very decisive right now. These are you easy. Are. I got it. <laughs> oh, I need My to hand. make it harder. Does okay, that have... Not good. Nice. <laughs> no, I'd much rather get a pedicure. Definitely. I use my hands way too much. So I'm like, I feel like I'm washing them all day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Ooh. Last question. Oh, we have, oh, we have two coming up. <laughs> you might get four. Um, this or that flats or heels. Flats. You probably think I'd say heels to five feet tall, but I don't even own heels. I think maybe I have one pair. Yeah, flats. <laughs> okay. And last one, Apple or Android? Apple all the way. Okay. Sorry, Androids out there. <laughs> <laughs> We're an Apple home. <laughs> okay. Yay. That's fun. Yay. This is so was easy. I could answer that for you. And you, were you nervous? <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> oh. um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tell us one more time, Kristen, um, where we can find you on social media and on, 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 if you have a website. Oh, I do need a website. Don't have one yet, but yeah. Wise Total Fitness for YouTube and Instagram. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you can DM me too. If you have any questions, um, I'm happy to answer them. Okay. So it's nice to see you guys. Thanks for having me, Liz. Thank you so much. I'm really, really, this was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me and the Visionistas team and Kristen on today's episode of the Empowered by Design podcast. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Kristen and I hope you enjoyed the little taste of one of our bonus features of the Healthy by Design program. One more reminder, you can get on the waiting list for that at drliz.com slash healthy. That program will be coming again in the fall. Right now though, this summer is the Summer of Sam book club, virtual book club, and registration is already open. We will be discussing our first summer book in a few weeks, so you still have plenty of time to get your copy and to get started reading. We would love, love, love for you to join us for the Summer of Sam Book Club, and you can 
Find out more information about that at visionistasbydesign.com slash events. So head there and join us for some fun summer reading. We can't wait to see you. Thank you again for listening and have a great day. Thank you for connecting on this episode of the podcast, Empowered by Design. For further connection, subscribe to my email list at drliz.com to be sure that you are in the loop for exciting news, events, and resources. You can also follow me on social media at Dr. Liz and at Visionistas by Design. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and send this episode to one of your people in order to share the love, spread the power. This podcast is designed to inspire, educate, and empower you to pursue your dreams with intentional vision. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute for psychological treatment or a working relationship with a licensed mental health professional. For more information on connecting with mental health resources in your area, visit drliz.com and click on resources. Thank you again for connecting. And remember, trust the heart, work your vision, dream, design, deliver.